0: Hi, I'm Rachel O'Mara. I'm the host of The PauseCast. I'm also the author of Pause, Harnessing the Life-Changing Power of Giving Yourself a Break, as well as a private coach for men and women who are struggling with how to get out of overwhelm and reclaim their lives. The PauseCast is dedicated to helping individuals learn the tools and be more self-aware that we can all be more capable of to live our best life, to reach our potential. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a regular, I invite you to download my free gift to you, which is a blueprint called The Three Keys to Stay Out of Overwhelm and Thrive. The blueprint is available at my website, www.rachelomera.com. Get it today so you can start to implement these tools that we can all learn. And that's what the podcast is all about. Hey, hey, it's Rachel here, and our topic today is so good. I am excited to talk about these three essential skills, three strategies, three keys, critical pathways to go from feeling overwhelmed at work, whether you feel like that's in your job or even outside of work. Things like the nightly news stress us out enough these days. Would you agree? to firing on all six to eight cylinders. I know we've heard a lot of times, firing on eight cylinders, firing on six cylinders. I'm not sure how many cylinders you have. Even if you have one cylinder, if you feel like you're at half a cylinder, you're gonna go to the next level of your cylinders, okay? And so I'm excited to share these, let's get into it. All right, so what do you need to have happen? So I, I broke this down into three things that I think are great to kind of create as a framework. And the first thing I would say is we've got to learn new skills. Okay. There's, there's new things that are needed to be done differently so that you can get out of overwhelm because here's the deal. What got you here won't get you there. I know we've all heard that a million times. It's a big cliche, but that just keeps going through my head. Every, every time I talk about this, because it's true. Would you agree? Do you agree? Because I know, gosh, when I think about my early days at Google, burning out, oh my gosh, if I did the same things that I was doing then, I'd be burned out right right again, right right, right away, like immediately, yesterday, because I was in this looped thinking, I wasn't clear about what I wanted, I was too focused externally on the jibber-jabber, right, the cha-cha that was not even just in my head, but outside of my head, just really really not doing me any services. So here's what needs to happen. That first thing is to learn to apply literally new physical, mental, and emotional skills. I would even say spiritual skills at this point. So new physical, mental, and emotional skills. We'll leave it at at those three. And you can add in that potential uh, spiritual skills. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment. Necessary to stay out of overwhelm. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, real quick, is to have a vision for yourself to get there. Okay, so vision, creating a vision for yourself to get there. And the third thing is to get support. So to carry you through, because guess what? No one can do it alone. Nobody, zero, because we are creatures of our own habits. We love, we love, love, love not changing things and staying in our happy place, our comfort zone. And even if you're thinking, well, I don't like my comfort zone, I like to do new things. True, but how much work did you have to do to get there to try new things, right? Because our brains want to keep us safe. That's just that's just neuroplasticity, at its uh, I want to say at its least finest because <laughs> it's not changing. Okay, so let's get into these three three core strategies. And I mentioned this first one: learning to apply yourself, physical, mental, and emotional skills, and potentially the spiritual. So what does that what does that mean? What does that look like? physical, think about body, right? Your physical body, that might mean a lot of different physical aspects. So if, for example, it might mean breathing, taking a daily pause, one of my favorite things to do as a belly breath pause. Let's just, you know, I, you know, I'm a breath work, trauma-informed facilitator and having, having, oh, there's a dog barking, sorry, uh, having your breath, And being in control of a conscious breath makes a big difference. So why don't we just try this together? Go ahead and close your eyes if this feels good. Simply uncrossing your legs, feeling your feet on the ground, closing your eyes if that feels good. Maybe you place a hand on your body, on your diaphragm, on your heart space, and just inhale through your nose if you can. Exhaling through your mouth like you're blowing through a straw, a little slower than your inhale. Wow, opening your eyes up. Okay, does that feel any different right now? Breath is energy. I just led a breath work session today for my good friend Erin Guthrie. She's a triathlon coach out of Miami. She's amazing. And we were talking about how breath is so important in daily exercise. Little, not sorry, not even daily exercise. Just your nutrition and your your actual, literally, what you put into your body, air, and it's so important. It's all around us. Mental skills are things like thinking differently. It doesn't mean crosswords or Sudoku, by the way, because that's nothing new. I don't think. I mean, maybe you're learning some new words. I don't know. And I've never done Sudoku. I mean, I've tried it, but that's not what we're talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mental skills means things like mindfulness, right? So you are practicing attention training. This is so, so key. Attention training, bringing your brain, bringing your mind rather back back to the present moment when you get sidetracked or you notice you're going down a wormhole of thoughts. Okay, mindfulness is so important. We just did a really mini example which included the physical aspect. Mental training, also getting out of, Uh, my old coach called the Stinky Thinking at the Wright Foundation, Wright Graduate University, uh, they're mind traps, mind traps, things that are subjective, cognitive distortions, all this stuff is mental. So there are ways to get out of that back into uh, objective thinking, getting out of our critical mind, our critic mind who's always snappy and maybe a little bit of that cha-cha, monkey mind, all that stuff. I think you get the idea here. Emotional skills are core to this as well, which means things like knowing how you feel in any given moment. And that, felt, that sounds so easy, everybody, right? Oh, yeah, I know how to feel. I know what I'm feeling. I feel tired. <laughs> so tired is not a feeling. Tired is a state. And emotions are available to us at all times. We just aren't necessarily aware of them because we're on autopilot. But that's the deal, right? And then even going another level, spiritual skills. So trusting in your higher self, knowing Maybe that if you decide to do something that intuitively it feels aligned and good, that you go for it, you take a risk. Uh, Praying, if you believe in God, it could be to nature, to the universe, to uh, anybody. (laughs) It's just about trusting that their meaning is beyond yourself into what could be possible and leaning into that a little bit to know that you are connected intuitively to not just your brain, but your gut brain, right? There's now research that tells us we have cellular memories that actually are partially brain related, whether it's our vagus nerve or our gut brain or our heart brain, I mean, it goes on and on. I would call all of that emotional and spiritual skills. There's so much there, guys. (laughs) You can see that obviously if there were a lot of things that you could now learn in those realms, what would be different? I imagine everything, right? And you're probably learning those as you're learning and listening to this. Great, like give yourself a high five, pass, pat yourself on the back because we always underestimate that, I think. And so here's the other part of this. So that's the first skill, right? Learning these new skills that got that won't that will get you to the next level of your leadership to master your emotional intelligence. The But here's the thing. If we don't have a vision for where we want to go, will we get there? Think about having your GPS out, right? You got a map, you're going somewhere. Well, how do you know where to turn if there's no end place? Vision is awesome. I love working with vision. Uh, It is one of the masterful concepts within coaching that I really subscribe to. And I've seen it work, not just for me, but for hundreds of clients, because here's the thing. When's the last time you had a vision for yourself? Maybe you have a vision for your team or your company. I know I had that all the time, but did I really think of one for myself? Well, I had goals. And I guess my guess is you have goals. Maybe you want to run a marathon. Who's running the New York City Marathon? Who's running Chicago? Those are coming up. Uh, I ran the New York one twice, but never Chicago. And I'm never running another one again, by the way. But you get what I mean, right? It might not be a marathon. It might be to get a promotion, it might mean it might be to be married or in a healthy relationship, whatever, whatever that is. Uh, but vision is separate, and they're and actually, vision is more freeing. This is so so powerful, you guys. So if you have a vision for yourself, it's who you could become. It's not who you are today, because then that can also motivate you and incentivize you, and inspire you to to take on these new skills. Probably should have put that one first, but you know that's important. And then let's talk about this third thing. So just real, real quick recap here, these three critical skills to get out of overwhelm are literally learning new skills. And that sounds like it's easy, but when I went through all those things, you just probably, like I did think about it in a way, like, wow, Rachel, like I didn't really think about it like that. Physical skills, mental skills, emotional skills, spiritual skills, whoa. So there's just a lot of new ways to operate. And that makes sense, right? We gotta be connected to our bodies, and it's not about Sudoku. <laughs> That's what I got out of that. Having a vision for yourself to get there, and then this third critical piece, I feel like is probably the most understated and underestimated one. But we all need support. We gotta get support to carry carry you through, because no one can do it alone. Right? With without any support, how how uh, how easy will it be for you to change? And I think a lot of us can change up to a certain extent. I know I did, and we're all pretty big high achievers. Maybe you've got some really lofty, awesome goals. You can probably do anything you want if you set your mind to it, but we only know what we know. My favorite analogy to this is is being like a fish in the fishbowl, like in Nemo, right? You just live in this fishbowl, so you see the water, but you don't know anything outside of that. And to me, that's our brains. That's what we know, that's our projections and transferences out in the world that just are our reality that we've created, but that's just our reality. So I need someone else's reality to help pull me through to another reality, which is not one of overwhelm, but one of transformation, one of doing incredible things that I really never even imagined I could do, like feeling chilled out as an executive and loving it. Imagine that, what a concept, right? So those are the three things, that's the list. That's these three strategies that we need. But if you don't have any of them, if you have two out of the three, a lot of times we have maybe the skill So we're working on stuff. Maybe we have our own coach. Maybe you have a couple of things you're really wanting to build as skills. And then maybe we have the support, right? So maybe we've got a team that we work with or support, but, what, but do you have the vision then to get you there? And sometimes we have the vision and we have the skills, but we don't have the support. And so these three things, it's like a triad. If if one leg is missing, it cannot exist and go to places that it could otherwise go, okay? So without all these three things, overwhelm just doesn't change. It doesn't stick. It just doesn't stick. Uh, We stay stuck and that doesn't really work, right? So what will you do to kind of, move the needle? And which of those three areas I would say, do you need to move the needle the most? Is it the skills to be different? And I'm, and again, these are skills that are not like math skills, like cognitive skills. These are life changing skills, things like breath work, conscious breath. That one is, you know, it sounds so easy. Oh yeah. Breathing. I got that one. But are you really setting yourself up for 30 minutes every day or 10 minutes or while you walk to work or in the elevator? How often are you setting time aside for mental objective thinking to just catch yourself, to to take inventory? Maybe it's journaling. Are you working to build your emotional capacity, expressing yourself to be vulnerable, to share truths that you haven't shared before? To let go of things that may not no long that may no longer be needed to hold on to in your world, whether that means maybe relationships or maybe friends that aren't serving you, or maybe uh, consistent trends of of patterns you see, like continuing to avoid conflict. That was one of my favorites, by the way. Continuing to avoid conflict, right? So all of those things are critical to move. Forward and out of overwhelm. Okay. And that's super, super important. Um, I could give you some examples of this in my life these days, but I I think you get the picture. And if you want more examples from me, that's, that's really good. I'll just share really quickly, some things that have come up for me. So speaking of uh, skills, skills, you know, I think one of them I chose to, I remember in the room, making the choice to be vulnerable. I was like, I'm just going to let it go. And I'm just I'm just gonna ask for the box of tissues. I'm gonna sob and I'm gonna cry in this leadership training that I was just recently in with my with my coach and mentors. And I just shared what was on my heart. And I'm not saying you have to take a box of tissues that I'll never fly at my uh, investment bank, <laughs> at my insurance agency or whatever. I understand that, right? So you you form it to the comfort level that feels appropriate for you. But vulnerability means lowering the water level so other people really know you more. Right, so in this case, we were all being vulnerable. I was like the third or fourth person to express in this way, so I felt safe. I felt comfortable. And again, we have to create this psychological safety as leaders to create the space so people can be vulnerable and say, "You know what? I'm I'm not comfortable with this plan, and here's why." Like I I know that we tried this at this other company, and I got burned. Yeah, when we tried that, my my reputation was on the line and this didn't work out this way. And uh, we all failed, you know, whatever it is. I don't know, (laughs) but you get the idea. So in my case, I was just sharing my rocky road as a first year entrepreneur. I just recently had my one year anniversary of leaving Google and I was feeling all the feels really just sharing what wasn't working. I was sharing what I wanted and my hopes and dreams in the future and the stumbling blocks, because there's been a, there's been a few and, uh, it hasn't been a smooth ride, which I would say is probably pretty normal, right? But just to kind of share that and get it out, to me, that that kind of stuff, those moves take courage, and that's vulnerability, right? Vision, you know, my, my vision, I want to help 10,000 corporate individuals get out of overwhelm and thrive. And I feel like that's even a low number. Uh, that's in the next three years, right? So I've got the executive leadership accelerator. That's my flagship program it's a 14 week program. I want to put, I want to put, I think I came up with a number at this training of at least 50 women through that this year. And I work a lot with men as well, but just on the one-on-one level, right? So, so like these were some visions I had for myself, a vision that I am, I am uh, transforming in my own growth as I help to transform others is a vision I commonly go to, right? And then no one can do it alone. I, I think, my, you know, I hired someone who helps me now. And who would I be as a coach? If I wasn't working with coaches, I have had multiple coaches and, and most times in the last several years. And it's because I know I cannot get to where I want to go, whether it's my business or as a person really, and wanting, wanting just to know, you know, that like keep pushing that envelope. Cause there is no end. That's what's so cool and scary at the same time right? So it's so easy to stay in the ruts of overwhelm, just kind of settling there. My guess is if you're listening to this, my friend, you're not ready to settle. There's no need to settle and you don't have to settle, right? So we need to change this, right? So I am excited to support you. And if you're feeling like I need some support in this area, I don't know really what that looks like. I have no idea how you can help me. I want to know like direct message me or respond to this podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Rachel underscore O'Meara. I, uh, I'm happy to really learn more about what's going on for you and and follow up with next steps. So thank you so much for listening again. It's Rachel O'Meara and we're here to help you get out of overwhelm so that you can rise to your next level of leadership and master your emotional intelligence and i'm so excited to support you see you next time thanks for listening today to the pausecast if you haven't already please subscribe so that you don't miss a show and if you haven't already please rate us leave your review we would love to hear from you and help us get the word out If you know of anyone who you think might benefit from the tools or discussions that you've found helpful, then invite them to join us. Share the PauseCast with those who you think might find this useful to become more self-aware. Remember, sharing is caring. I'll see you next time on the PauseCast.